Hello, listeners. This is Keith, the voice of Cabal, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a big shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at MidnightSyndicate.com. And we'd also like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sound you hear throughout our podcast. You can check them out at www.youtube.com forward slash Sword Coast Soundscapes. Also, check out our website at DieByTheSwordPodcast.com and get connected with the community by following us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, contact us at DieByTheSwordPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. And now, let's get into this week's episode. I figured for this episode 90, we're, we're 10 weeks away from the big episode 100. I felt like we needed a special guest this episode. Who would that be? Dorothy's ghost. I don't know. Who do you think that might be? Uh, I don't know. I've been, I've been away a while, so I don't know. who. (laughs) (laughs) And that's right, everybody. We have Richard here with us this week. Hey, Hey, Hey. thank you. Thank you. How have things been? Things have been great. The little kid is growing like a weed, as you'd expect. He's four months old, so he's not quite old enough to crawl yet. But he has recently discovered that he can scoot. So he's been scooting Uh like crazy. Um, He's on the changing table and he just scoots himself off. I've got him on his play mat (laughs) and he's, he's, he's succeeded in scooting himself completely off of the mat now and onto the carpet. That's always fun. As I say, that's the traumatic time of you turn around for two seconds. Yeah. And the baby's I, gone. I, I, I feel like it's going to be a couple of weeks and then he's just going to be almost fully mobile and we're going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. That's going to be crawling everywhere. It's a fun age. I remember yeah. that age. Not for, not for me personally, but I remember <laughs> Dakota being that age. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be amazed because I don't know a lot of people who remember that age. <laughs> <laughs> that was just last, last week Gary, Gary was like I was scooting everywhere like <laughs> not be stopped he's like New Year's Eve was not that long ago guys <laughs> <laughs> after I've had a few to drink yeah I'm scooting everywhere <laughs> yeah but he's uh, unfortunately he's dealing with reflux he's got that pretty bad and he also is teething so there's a double trouble there but he's Ooh. a very happy baby when he's not suffering from those two things he's all giggles and smiles and laughs so ah, that's cool. happy about that. Does he sleep? Yes, actually. He started sleeping through the night after two, almost three months. Yeah. So we got oh, nice. early on that one. Okay. So he'll sleep between six and eight hours every night. It's really a blessing. Yeah. Nice. It's better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't better than Noel that. too. Poor, poor Noel has really bad insomnia right now. Outside of that, yeah. I've been using, you know, time I'm holding the sleepy baby to catch up on old uh, Nintendo games I hadn't played. Playing through mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger right now, it's really good. But, dude, I played Earthbound, and I never played that game before. That game is excellent. I was blown away by how good Earthbound is. I don't think yeah. I've played that one. 
Yeah, I've always heard good things it's, about it, but never played it. Totally lives up to the hype. Did they release it here? Uh, they did recently. It's on the Nintendo eStore. Ten bucks. You can get it on your DS or your Wii, Wii U, Switch. Wow, definitely worth checking out. The game is awesome. Well, first I'd have to get a Nintendo <laughs> device, but that's how I've always been. I've been Nintendo and PC. I do have a Nintendo Wii. Think so. it might be on there. I don't know, but ten bucks definitely worth the the investment. I just have currently a PS4. I still have that old PS2, but it's not hooked up to anything. It's still in the box. But I've got the PS4, which I am looking forward to the remaster of Mass Effect, mm-hmm. so I can play it again. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm still rocking. The, I'm rocking the Xbox One X right now, and yeah, that's up on my list. Mark has a PS3. He handed me the controller and uh, 16 buttons, no directions. This is not good for me. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't Pong. It's like, what the hell, man? (laughs) It was bad. It was real bad. I think at my mom's house, I still have my old ColecoVision. (laughs) That was my first gaming set. I've got got my PS5, but... There hasn't been any games come out for it, so it's kind of just sitting here collecting dust. I finished Spider Man, and that's pretty much it. You beat Spider? How was Spider Man? It was fantastic. That game, that game was fantastic. Did you do one hundred percent? Yeah, all all of it's one hundred percent. I got all the suits, all the uh, missions, all that stuff. So, but it's the only game I have for it, so I'd had nothing else to play. (laughs) And that's why I do not currently have a PS (laughs) Five. So. I have a confession. Now that you say that you hundred percent of that game, I uh, I used to be the type of person who would play it on the hardest, or at least the next hardest difficulty, depending on the game, and try to hundred percent every game. But as an old man now, I don't have that time, and I've found that I do not hundred percent anything anymore. And I will even drop down to easy on a lot of games just to get through the storyline quicker. I can definitely sympathize with that. I there was a time where I took a lot of pride and finding yes. all the secrets and beating everything on my own. And now it's like, I have stuff to do. I just want to beat this game. So yep. look up the walkthrough. Yeah. Yep. I care. I care more about the story of the game than the achieving all these little side mm-hmm. missions and all that. Yeah. Now, if it's a game that the more side quests you do, it builds up your rating mm-hmm. for the end result, like Mass Effect, I'll do everything yeah. in the game. Mm-hmm. But that's usually when I'll turn it down to the easiest setting too, so I can get through all those quicker. Right. And again, yeah. I don't I don't care about the difficulty of the game. I I want it to still be somewhat of a challenge, so it's still fun. But again, I want it to tell a story. Yeah, that's that's Spider Man. Uh, a lot of the side stuff that you're collecting is just like little collectibles, and it it's dumb. It does nothing for the story. It's just you're finding these these little musical things, or you're finding just like little trinkets or whatever and you could definitely go without that in the storyline and be fine yeah i i the game i play most with my brother is the dark souls series and i mean those are challenging but i know all three of the games like the back of my hand so it's not really i could just kind of autopilot through them right Um, game i game i purchased most recently actually was forza 7 because i got cyberpunk 2077 and the car mechanics were garbage and i was just like i really want good car mechanics again and it's been a while since i played a forza game so i i got forza 7 and i that was a i enjoyed that decision i can i can attest cyberpunk driving is terrible it's so bad it is so it is you can't oh my goodness it is so bad 
Well, they're steam powered. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so when you talk about like driving games, I go to um, uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, mm. and a, I, I don't necessarily play through the story of that one. I just like to drive around and run over things, mm-hmm. and then I you laugh maniacally. Apparently, that is the story. <laughs> Yeah, you're really making your own narrative at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do racing. I can't do racing. The most racing game I can do is is Mario Kart. I do like racing games. Mario Kart would be fun. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of difficult with uh, the sixteen digit, sixteen button controller. Uh, it took me a while to figure that one out. Uh, <laughs> hate when you give it. Someone gives you a controller and you have no directions. What the heck? But <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the. You got the little triggers that they go for, you know, gas and brake. Yeah. You know, someone needs to tell someone that that's an X or a box with a hat on it. Anyway. <laughs> a yeah. box with a hat on it. <laughs> Whatever. That is, They're so confusing. Is it, is that arrow? <laughs> yeah, that's the arrow thing. One of the, it, oh. don't, don't tell him about L3 and R3. That'll just confuse him. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. it'll blow. It'll blow his mind. He's not ready for that. <laughs> or go back to the, uh, N64 with the Z button. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They they were really pioneers with that one. Like the first person shooters with the C buttons and having the, the analog using the, the move and the look with two separate two separate uh, control schemes. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't wasn't quite right. And then they got it right in the next generation. Right. Did you guys have a Dreamcast? Yes, I didn't have one, but I played on one. Yeah, those were that was that was a good system. I mean, I played on it at Walmart. <laughs> Death due to no uh, DRM, unfortunately. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> all the games I ever played were all burned. <laughs> Sad. Sad. But I did I did enjoy like the era of the N64 where it took it off of a 2D screen and made it 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quote, unquote, 3D. Well, I mean... <laughs> It was more 3D than a lot of stuff before that was. No, it was. And looking, remembering it, it was the greatest graphics ever. Mm-hmm. But going back to it, it's like, what the hell is this polygon crap? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, I mean, it brought you games like GoldenEye and, you know, Donkey Kong Country. Ocarina and, of Time. Ocarina of Time. But I, I, I remember it the most, like that 3D capability from Mortal Kombat 4 hated the story of Mortal Kombat 4 but I like being able to actually sidestep something yeah very Tekken mm-hmm. that's that's what I was thinking too when he said sidestep was Tekken yeah I used to love that yeah that was the only Mortal Kombat game I actually played uh, and I only played Sub-Zero and I kept doing the combo where I stabbed him with my my ice sword ah yeah <laughs> I think that was the first one that had the weapons with it yeah. too it was a lot of fun I think Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate was my favorite, but I've played every iteration of Mortal Kombat. Same. I'm with you on that. I love the Mortal Kombat series. Some of them are terrible. I still play them, though. Oh, yeah. They're so fun. But one of my favorite Mortal Kombat games was the uh, Sub-Zero Mythology game. Oh, I remember that game. I love that game. I still have it on my Sega Game Gear. <laughs> I was, you got on, I had it on on N64. The Sega Game Gear where the batteries last a total of 45 minutes. That's why I had the plug <laughs> and the car charger. 
game. I gave up. Did you ever beat it? Uh, I don't think I ever beat it. It was hard. <laughs> yeah. Philip, are you playing anything these days? Me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hyrule Warriors. Oh, yeah. But that's What's that? It. I'm not familiar with that one. It's uh, it's Legend of Zelda. It uh, if you play Breath of the Wild, it's it's a prequel. You get to play as Link or Zelda or um, any of the you know big four guys that were in the little uh, mechanical monsters. Wait, me... what? I thought it was a Dynasty Warriors game. Hyrule Warriors? Yeah, I mean it says Hyrule right in the title. Right, but the style is spinning around, killing hordes and hordes of mindless. Yeah, enemies. yeah. It is spinning around, killing okay. uh, hordes and hordes of mindless enemies. But it has a story, and it it follows. Uh, it's it's like, what if you went back in time to stop the calamity? Mm. Yeah, you can play as, as a whole bunch. The worst one, though, is um, you can play as the Great Fairy, mm. which is just it's terrible. I hate playing as her. She's just a big old flower that runs around the screen. Terrible. <laughs> Descriptive. <laughs> they go flower i want to always attack flowers you know how it is in the words of mark kill the plant kill the plant. uh what oh, happened buddy. to dwarfy oh spoiler sorry <laughs> i've been away guys dwarf dwarfy got got beat up a little bit last week till he uh, died he'll be fine oh what <laughs> till till he died yeah till he we we prop him up like weekend at Bernie's. He's he's fine. <laughs> he's he's okay. I mean, he's stout enough. Yeah, Dwarfy's lying on the floor, <laughs> dead. <laughs> so so yeah. Uh, last week, Dwarfy, you know, got beat up by an anti paladin. So that's Dwar- brutal. Dwarfy did die, which you know normally I I feel like a mild bit of sadness when I kill a character. But I feel extra sadness for this one because I created Dwarfy. It's it's like when your mom tells you, she's like, I brought you into this world. I can take you out. Yeah. <laughs> you, created, you created this character and you took him I, out. I took him out. <laughs> yeah, my parents used to use the, um, I can take you out a lot. Well, she said, I, they would use, I have seven brothers and sisters. So they were Oof. like, yeah, um, I can make more. <laughs> i'm like no kidding <laughs> i got a couple of spares laying around yeah I'm like really but yeah aside from dwarfy being dead and you killing the head of the demon wolves and his two sidekicks here you found two people chained up in this mill one of whom was victor iliescu the other you rolled over to reveal is Roderick, who is unconscious. Uh, who rolled him over? Who was it that was over there? Un- I would say it's probably me because I was the one doing the uh, the unshackling. Right. Yeah, he was picking the locks. Yeah, I couldn't pick the locks, so yes. So Chaubert rolled him over, and Renly did notice that it is Roderick. So if Renly noticed that... Um... He's going to rush over, but first he has to get a wand from Dwarfy. Dwarfy's poor little dead body. Already looting him and everything. Right. Well, he's going to, he has the, he has the wand of cure moderate. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I won't be needing this. 
<laughs> Wait, I seriously need that. <laughs> I need someone to use it on me a lot. <laughs> Diego may be worse off than Roderick. I'm down to four. I was so close to getting you two. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Renly grabs it and runs over to uh, Roderick. Uh, to, first, he's going to check if he's unconscious. Is he unconscious? Yes, he's unconscious. Uh, do I need to do... I'm going to do a, a health check to see what's wrong with him. 18. He's been beaten and tortured. Well, that's no fun. Unless you're into that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hit him for 10 points of healing. See if I can get him conscious. That would probably be enough to bring him back up. <coughs> <coughs> Ugh, what now? Roderick, Roderick, Roderick. Renly? What are you doing here? Uh, apparently we're, we're saving you and your father. Well, I am certainly happy to see you. Um, I guess... And he sort of looks around to see uh, the carnage that lays around him. To his left, he sees his father chained up, or now freed uh, but where he was shackled uh, a dead demon wolf in front a you know very large dire lion another dead wolf a very large dead wolf and then over by the ladder that goes downstairs he sees dwarfy with his throat cut well it appears that you have dealt with my captors and uh we have but it's it's cost us greatly. We've we lost Dwarfy. Roderick looks over towards Dwarfy and looks down, uh, mildly saddened. But uh, he says, "Well, I came here looking for my father, and as you may or may not know, I found him." No, we 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 we've heard the name Iliesco um, when asking about the wolves and this whole situation. Yes, well, if you don't mind, I'm going to see to him real quick. Yes, so, by, all, by all means, let me know if you need any more healing. Uh, Roderick walks over to his father on the ground, um, uses his healing hex <laughs> to bring his father back to consciousness. <gasps> Roderick. Yes. Um, as you can see, we're no longer bound. Uh, a friend of mine... Uh, and his companions, they have, uh, our paths have crossed yet again, and they seem to have dealt with our captors. What of Adamaris? Adamaris, uh, I believe that is him over there. Cabal raises up the head and shows him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is him. Well, I would say that it would make you in charge, but after what happened with us, I don't, I don't think that that uh, seat is open to you anymore. What what did happen? What? Why are you chained up? The 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 word is that Victor, uh, I presume Victor is is part of all of this. He was at the time. Uh, I tracked, if you don't mind, Father. I tracked him down. Uh, it took a long time. I was in the Shutterwood for some time, doing odd jobs to to keep an income. And then I finally uh, found a hot lead 
And when, when I found them, uh, there was all this infighting going on. Apparently there was some some collapse in leadership and the various tribes were trying to vie for power. Uh, my father's tribe was one of them and uh, I kept trying to make contact, but there was too much fighting and too much uh, too much chaos going on. But we finally finally found an appropriate time to meet. But apparently, uh, Father, you had been watched by perhaps a jealous tribe member, and uh, we were ambushed at the point where we were supposed to finally meet, and we were beaten and brought here. Yes. Adamaris, to test my loyalty, asked me to turn Roderick. Did, did you? No. It's bad enough that I've become one of the things that I despised. I could not do that to my son. So, disappointed with both of us, they left us here to rot, or perhaps eat, I don't know. But apparently their plans have been foiled, and we have you to thank for that. And Roderick is sort of looking around, and he's like, I recognize your faces. You were in that dream I had. A few weeks back. Do you remember? Do do I remember your dream? If any any memory of being it's lost Caramark. I mean it was just a dream, but I recognize all of your faces. Yes, as soon as I rolled you over, I thought you were familiar as well. I, now now I know where. Magic runs deep in this land. It's not surprising that something like that our dreams might have crossed. Um but I, I suppose it is good to see you again. It's definitely good to see you under these circumstances. Yes, it's good to see you as well. This is quite fortuitous meeting father uh, I hate to break it to you but I think there's not much left of the uh, Jizzledon tribe I believe you're right I feel like I am now an orphan I even if I wanted to go back to the to the Jizzledons I, I don't think I would be welcomed why would you want to go back? They are my tribe. It's my blood. I. You know who's your blood? Y- yes, I. I know, but. If you couldn't turn your son, if you couldn't turn your son into what you are, why do you think that going back to them is better? I don't make it make sense. I think he was saying it was a bad idea, Renly. I know. Well, of course it's a bad idea. He's. I don't want to throw dispersions, but the werewolves I've run into are usually bad. Please forgive him. He's always like this. <laughs> um, Do you feel a pull to go back to your tribe, or is it just... I feel... I feel the need for a pack. Whether they be the Giseldans or some, some something else, I... A wolf without a pack is doomed to die why why do you is, is why do you say this Chabert's very curious because he is you know he's he's a bit cursed himself there 
so he's he doesn't want to give too much away, but he and he doesn't know if Iliescu can smell it on him or not. Because wolves are pack animals, we we do not last very long on our own. We thrive on the the pack hierarchy, the alpha, beta, omega. Well, Father, after everything that has happened, do you believe that you may have the trust and the patience to come with me? Um, I have some friends still at the University of Leipzig, some favors I can pull. It is possible that they know what it will take to remove this curse from you. That is a possibility. Because I fear if you linger here, uh, no offense, but they will be able to smell you wherever we go. I have I have a concern. Yes. That is this. The the whispering way is about to gather and raise the dead, a dead army. And you I'm sure know the inner workings of them, because your tribe worked with them, correct? Work with is a little strong of a, a term. We we aligned with them because we we were both searching for Kavlaka Sane's heart. It was the whispering way made it possible for Kavlaka Sane to be murdered. So it was all ill-gotten. All of it. The Whispering Way and Adamaris were working hand in hand. Evidently, the Whispering Way needed Gavlakasayan's heart for some sort of ritual. The ritual that's going on in this town? Yes. Do you know where they keep it? Do you know who guards it? I do. There's a armory adjacent to the Feldgrau Tower. That is where Aaron Vrood and his necromancers are keeping the heart. Who? Aaron Gru? Aaron Vrood. Do we have a timetable? Is it just whenever? Do they are they waiting for um, a, a key moment? I, I was not privy to the timeline. What I do know is that Aaron Vrood intended to consume all of the heart for his ritual, and he had no intention of returning it to Adamaris. Which, at this point in time, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. It prevents Adamaris from becoming Packlord. Well, I don't think he's going to become Packlord now. No, but it is possible another demon wolf will try to ascend the throne. But not you. I have no desire to lead. Plus, you've already dis expressed your disloyalty to the tribe by favoring me over them. True. They will not be quick to forget that. No, but if he does eat the heart. But if I 
If I consume the heart, I will lead all five tribes. Yes. Isn't that something to think about? I believe there are better options for leadership than me. For the world or for the wolves? Both. If I can, if I can be frank, um, every way I envisioned this going, I envisioned you coming with me to Leperstad to rid you of this curse. That was my intention the entire time. Which is something to consider. I do worry that I will lose the control that I have over this fiendish blood running through me. Well, I am not powerless. I have many uh, sources of magic at my disposal that might help uh, to that uh, that end. Also, is there a pet store nearby? uh, Do you need those little baggies? I'm sure he's potty trained. No, Roderick is envisioning like a, a pack of dogs traveling with us. No. Oh. <laughs> so he doesn't feel alone. <laughs> He's just going to, yeah. That's real. Okay, I got the cutest picture in my head of you guys just walking through the forest with, you know, a bunch of little dogs, but they're all different breeds. Yeah, it's like a corgi and a pug and a, <laughs> and a shih tzu. Yes. Diego's going to scratch his fur. I'm sure the cat folk doesn't love the uh, the dog talk. No. <laughs> Father, you meant so you meant so much to me growing up. Uh, your loss was weighed very heavily on me, and now I just I can't bring myself to leave this place without you. And I cannot I cannot stomach the idea of you remaining here as you are. Well, with that. Amassing army of the undead outside, we'll be lucky to get out of here ourselves, as it is. If I could find my equipment, I will be able to get this out of here. Is this the only place that they kept you? Yes, this is where the demon wolves were. This was our stronghold, I guess you could say. There are others out on patrol, which once they realize that Adamaris is dead, they will come looking for me. And we will only be a liability hanging around because they will be able to smell you. It's like Luke Skywalker in the shuttle in Return of the Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) Presence I've not felt since. So, Chaubert's going to take Rinley. He's going to say, can I speak to you for a second over here? Certainly. So he's going to go off and uh, he's going to tell him, Look, I I know we were saving this for, for myself, and but I still think I have time, and I think I do have a way to possibly help that your friend and his father and, and possibly not get us found out. And he shows Rinley the uh, cure... What is it? Cure... Uh... Remove curse? Remove curse, yes. The potion remove curse that we bought just in case I turned it's this that's not my decision this is your decision what if you if you really want to wait and can wait by all means but if if you if you do not want to go down that path 
I completely understand and I will say nothing. How many days do I have? It's today's the 25th of Desnes. So how many... Do you know offhand, Gary, how many days I have? Uh, what... Do you remember what day you were... It bitten? hasn't been 23 days since the... the, the... No, I think it's been maybe 10 or so. Right? Sounds uh, right. Maybe a little bit more. You got a fortnight. Yeah. I don't think we actually said the end date. So let's say you would turn on the the 6th of Serenith. Okay. 12 days. It's not an easy choice, but I think it is the right choice. It would be better to handle this problem first and get us through here and not make it any more difficult than it already is. I can agree with that. I'm tired of it being difficult. So while this conversation is going on, Roderick is searching the room for his stuff. I mean, obviously his armor and weapons would be great, but primarily he's looking for his spell book and spell components. Does he find them? <laughs> um, he probably wouldn't find them upstairs, but he might find them downstairs. Oh. So he's looking around and he approaches one of the one of the party who's not having the whispering conversation. <laughs> having a rude old conversation. Is uh is it is it clear downstairs as well? Yeah, we've killed we've killed everybody here. I think it's okay to go downstairs. Excellent, thank you. My uh my spellbook is not up here and I I'm nearly powerless without it. I do not want to go down by myself, but I will I will need to go down and look there eventually as well. Well, that is the exit, so we'll have to go that way. So very well, thank you. Diego will go back to his normal size. Okay. Normal size cat folk. I don't need to be around the re- these other dogs. So I guess assured that we've uh, handled everything that needs to be handled up here. We go downstairs. Uh, we can head start heading downstairs. Uh, Gilbert, did you make a decision before we head downstairs? So as 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 everybody starts to turn, he's like, "Wait, I think I have something that may aid you and your father." I picked this up for myself, but. These problems are more pressing at the at, at the moment. Yes, what is that? Roderick casts Detect Magic, finds out what it is. It's a potion of cure, uh, remove curse, right? Yes. Roderick, Roderick grins and puts his head down. It is a uh, very kind gesture of you, but I'm afraid once one has been fully overcome by lycanthropy, a simple remove curse spell is not going to remove it. Though you are very kind to offer. He needs far more elaborate and specialized help to remove the curse at the stage he's in. I'm sorry to hear that. I, this is, that is even more troubling for myself, but thank you. <laughs> Gulp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roderick uh, logs that one away. He kind of looks at his father. <laughs> well, I have made my... Uh, Intentions clear, Father. Do you have uh, have you made up your mind about what you want to do? Well, first of all, I think we should uh, loot these bodies. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a look. See, yes, let's loot. Second, we need we need to take Dwarfy back to the forge. He needs to be put to rest over there. This. 
dwarf appears to have been your friend too, son. Yes, um, he was a he was a kind and hearty dwarf, uh, a bit a bit spaced out, a bit absent-minded, but always good for a laugh. It is it is very sad to see him gone. And we should be there for his funeral rites. Will we be? Will he be buried in town? The, there's a forge um, in the northern sector. Very well. Um, I know the Torag rites. I can, I can perform the ceremony if needed. Well, let's, let's see what we've got. Um, before any funerary rites are performed, you do understand that this town is teeming with wolves and the undead and the Whispering Way. Do you have any other allies that can help keep watch while you are mourning your friend? We can ask the prince's wolves if they would help. The prince's wolves? Yeah, we have a feather, so they're our friends. I see. Doesn't everyone? Well, they weren't exactly friends of the demon wolves. So, no, I don't have a feather. Well... I don't know how they would take your presence in our party. Um, how big of a problem do you feel this will be? Say the roles were reversed. Well, not exactly as though our tribes were the best of friends. However, if need be, I can hide in the shadows while you mourn your friend. I can tell you right now that we will not separate from you. I mean, Roderick has saved my life, and I've saved his, and there's no way that I'm going to let anything happen to his father. I appreciate that. I believe my father is laying out the wise uh, course of action. We could mourn Dwarfy uh, with his standing guard to prevent any anything untoward approaching us during the ceremony and then we could decide then we can move on to what our next plan of action is afterwards I do agree that interring the dead is the would be the, the first order of action great so let's loot these bodies what do we got upstairs okay I'm gonna detect magic okay on the two regular demon wolves you find each of them has a plus one falchion. They each have a plus one breastplate and wooden holy symbols of Giselda. It's your girl, Giselda. <laughs> and then on Adam Morris, eh, it's still not a lot, but yeah. it's something. He's got a plus two breastplate. No help. <laughs> Not for you. Plus one bastard sword. No help. <laughs> Silver unholy symbol of Giselda. No, that's useful. <laughs> and a potion of cure serious. <laughs> I mean, is it is it better or worse if I tell you that Roderick can use every single thing that you guys are saying is useless to you? But we don't find Roderick's gear. Yeah. Yeah. He also has a potion of bull strength. 
I would love that. I'm down. I want to see you punch a guy through a wall. <laughs> and I mean that however you take it. Like, if he's on the other side of the wall and you go through the wall to get him, or you punch him through the wall. <laughs> you know something I learned recently, Gary, that really changed my perspective on the, the whole game? Is that the spell Bull's Strength does not stack with a belt of giant strength. They're the same ty enhancement type. So if you have a belt of giant strength plus four, the potion does you no good. The spell does you no good. Yep. Just blew my mind. I think I figured that out with on deer because he had a belt of giant strength. Yeah. Yeah. That's all the stuff that they have on them. Not a lot, but it's something. It'll sell for a yeah. lot. Well, we have to do that. Or let Roderick take it. Yeah, I mean, he may have to uh, get a new equipment set up, but he really needs to find that spell book. I think we need to get this head, too. Yeah. I thought Cabal already did. Uh, yeah, we are going to have to cut that off. Diego has no problem doing that. Cutting the head off a dog? Sure. <laughs> he just wants to cut it off again. <laughs> Probably. Cabal's part demon, so... Yeah, I'll just go cut off the, the other heads as well, just for backup. Just to put them on spikes outside, just to make a statement. <laughs> Does anybody have a crossbow? Does anybody want a crossbow? It's dwarfies. I have a light crossbow with some silver bolts. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a longbow. Cabal might want the silver bolts. I can throw them at people, I guess. Wrong type of ammunition. <laughs> Oh, spear. Well, I mean, you like to stab people with arrows, so. It's true. I do do that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nice to check out who's a werewolf and who's not, right? Just walk around stabbing people. Right. <laughs> can nick them with a bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just checking. Just checking. Now, if only you'd done that again with Duristan. True. Oh, you flinched. You might be a werewolf. Okay. All right. So let's get Dwarfy, get the head, go downstairs, and see if we can't find the spell book. Let's do it. All right. So you guys go downstairs. Uh, give me a perception check while you're downstairs. 15. Natural one. Diego got a 13. Oh. Anybody else? 27 for Cabal. There you go. Yay, Cabal. <laughs> Cabal is able to locate a a crate that's kind of been shoved under some stuff that's got some magical items in it, including Roderick's spellbook. Hey, Roderick, I think I think this belongs to you, bud. Oh, yes, that that is it. Thank you. Yes, yes, that, thank you. And he, like, he, like, enviously opens it and starts pouring over the pages. Yes, yes, just as I left it. Good, good, good. And is a spell component pouch in there too? Yes. Excellent. Alright. I am I am at much higher combat capability than I was previously. Was the rest of my stuff in there or just the spell book? Uh, you just saw the spell book and the spell components. You'd probably figure that a wolf somewhere is carrying your other stuff. Great. Um, mind if I take that breastplate? No, go go ahead. Okay, 
Thank you. It'll work for you. And uh, he also grabs the bastard sword if nobody stops him. It's all yours. All yours. Bit larger than I'm used to, but uh, I can work with this. Thank you. <laughs> Diego will hand you a bolt. <laughs> uh, <I> <laughs> Werewolf check. <laughs> Just, just, just stick it in your thigh, just, just real quick. All right, I am, I'm feeling a lot better now about our odds. So we're gonna try and sneak to the north part of town. Okay. So you're sneaking. Roll your stealth. Thirty-two. <laughs> Twenty-five for a cabal. That's stealthy. Oh, we lost our list, our least stealthy member. Yeah. And. We are carrying him, right? We're with us. Yeah, we are. Uh, 24 for Diego. F- 15 for Renly. So Renly is now the one that is not so stealthy. Yep. Diego mutters something about Cat's Grace. <laughs> well, surprisingly, you still managed to make it through uh, without being noticed. So you do make it to the forge. <laughs> is it lit? Hey! Yeah. It is lit-ish. <laughs> uh, we'll stoke the fire then to get it up to a good burn. I think that will be a large enough pyre for our friend. I hope so. I'm not the expert in such things. But if we are ready, I will perform the right uh, father. Thank you for watching over us as we do what must be done. I will stand guard. I will I will holler if trouble. Could, could you howl if there's trouble? I, uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and Roderick grins. Um, thinking he's very clever. Howl and well met. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. So, um, Roderick's not taking the lead because he hasn't seen Dwarfy. I mean, he's seen Dwarfy's corpse, but he hasn't seen Dwarfy in a long time. It's so. been a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. We can pour one out for the homie. Dwarfy would have wanted it this way. <laughs> he, got, he got some ale so we can party. You know, he'd like that. It's okay. I'll lap it up. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a long time. <laughs> Oh, why you gotta say it like that? (laughs) (laughs) And it's rough. (laughs) It's perfect. (laughs) Roderick is in his spell book, and you see uh, letters faintly glowing and floating off the page as he reads. Intriguing. So, I guess we're ready? Yep. Cool. So we set uh, we set the funeral pyre up appropriately, place Dwarfy on the forge as we light him. Roderick says the appropriate words from the forging of iron as um, is appropriate to put one to rest who is a devotee of Torog. And he says it all correctly. All the words and signs are all correct. He says, it has been a long time since I've seen Dwarfy and I'm afraid 
I will never get the chance to see him alive again. But I am happy that I am at least able to send him away here and do what I can. He was a good friend of mine, and I'm happy to hear that he was a good friend to other adventurers who needed his help. That was very much the kind of person he was. I give a little bit of side eye to Cabal. I really didn't know Dwarfy as long as you did. I think, Broderick, you did know him the longest. I, I, We knew him at his most recent, but what I do know is he was very loyal. He was a very loyal friend to me. He was a very loyal friend to you and my brother and to all of us here. And, and he will be missed. Should we sing for he's a jolly good fellow? Renly doesn't say prayers. It is, it is in the public domain. <laughs> uh, but if you want to say something nice... So, Dwarfy, again, I, I didn't know him as well as, as, as Roderick did, but we did travel and have some adventures, and I'm going to miss him. He could, he could definitely tie one on, and he was a good drinking buddy, and he always had our back. May, Yaren, just watch over him and always shine luck down upon him Cabal says although we didn't see eye to eye we were both trying to keep this party alive and apparently one of us failed (laughs) (laughs) Diego looks at him at that point okay (laughs) he will be missed greatly he was an asset to us and a true friend well, if there is nothing else, um, I believe it is best we move on. There is, We do not have the luxury of time. No, we do not. Sh- should we go to the Prince's Wolves now? I think it depends on Father. What do you... What say you? I... I feel like that is probably the best call. After losing a friend, it is best to find somewhere to regroup. Uh, I do think it best if you are upfront with these other wolves and let them know that I am I am here I will understand if they do not wish my presence this is probably a silly question um, but do you know if you've killed any of theirs it is possible it's going to make it a little harder. Well, I mean, I don't know how many or wherever you're taking me, but I didn't kill any of them. <laughs> well, no, neither did we. Or else they would be dead. To see, we're <laughs> fine. <laughs> Do you remember that time I didn't kill you? Those were the days. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Let's let's walk. You can, Victor can um, uh, follow behind us a little bit. Okay. I'll take the heads. <laughs> I have no problem with them. Do we take all three heads? Sure. Why not? Yeah, you didn't hear him. He just was running around decapitating people for no reason. <laughs> just cause. Yeah, no, we went it we is, went above and beyond. It is a bit unsettling walking yeah. around with all these heads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So you guys make your way 
back across towns, stealthily making your way in the shadows over to the dyer's shop. You do your little knock on the front door. Shaving a haircut? Yes. Who is it? <laughs> it's it's your purple feather friends. Purple feather? Who's the purple feather? Oh, oh, purple feather. Yeah, yeah. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Uh, so we enter, um, and yeah, as you enter and have Victor following behind you, the six werewolves in here just start snarling. Hold, 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 hold. Everyone hold. We have come up with our part of the bargain. I throw the head uh, at the leader's feet. Plus two. Plus two. The other two. And this third, or this fourth, is is an ally. I know he smells the way he smells. I don't, what do, what do the, ghouls, the ghouls smell like? Demon wolves, you mean? I obviously think of them as ghouls, but yes, the demons. They smell like demons. Well, so brimstoney? Yeah, kind of like this <laughs> sulfur <laughs> and taint. <laughs> well, he, we found him chained. He has betrayed his pack because of the dicks. <laughs> As you well know. <laughs> and but of course. They, this is this is Roderick Iliesco. A pleasure. And don't freak out. But Victor Iliesco. You bring the right hand man of Adamaris Ianaku. Well, I think that they had a little falling out seeing as that they were both chained, beaten, and left for dead. How do we know we can trust him? You can't. You can trust me. You can trust all of us. Diego, Renly, Joubert, Cabal. Notice I didn't say Dwarfy. Our dwarf companion fell in this fight. I'm sorry to hear that. Many of ours have fallen to these wolves. And these two almost fell in that fight. These are not your enemies. We are all allies here. We all have a shared goal of stopping the Whispering Way. You don't have to be his best friend, but for now, please trust him. If this bites us in the ass and he brings those demon wolves into our hideout, then we will find you. I will kill him myself. You have my word. If he betrays you, uh, Renly is going to look back at Roderick and Victor and finish. If he betrays you, I will kill him myself. Roderick has a very stern and serious look on his face. Um, you can tell that half of what he's thinking isn't even here. It's somewhere else entirely. And so he was just wasn't paying attention to my power of powerful speech. <laughs> well, I mean, to get in his head, he's thinking seven steps down the line of when does this end in me taking my father to Leperstadt? That's right. That's where he's trying to get with this. Hmm. Victor will 
take a step forward. If I may, I fully understand your distrust. And if I were in your shoes, I would probably feel the exact same way. It is true that I was Adamaris's lieutenant, but it wasn't always by choice. You see, he is the one who sired me. And I'm not sure how your bloodline works, but within the demon wolves, when your sire gives you a command, you must obey. And I did. Until he gave me the one command that my soul would not allow me to obey. I thought when I became a wolf that I had lost my soul entirely, so I gave in. I embraced the demon side. But when he commanded me to turn my son into a killing machine, I refused. My son gave me back my humanity, and it is that humanity that I seek again. See, it is Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you didn't throw the Emperor over the... into the thing. No, Victor did. When he... when he said no. Metaphorically. <laughs> ah. I said nine. <laughs> nine? We did it literally. So... so what say you to that? We sense he's being sincere. Victor, if you have betrayed the demon wolves in this manner, they will not accept you as one of their own. You have become orphaned. I believe these friends of yours here shall be making a play to defeat the Whispering Way. But someone will need to hold back the demon wolves in the process. Will you join us in that fight? Yes. I will join you in fighting back the demon wolves. And at that, Roderick uh, ceremoniously slings his new bastard sword over his shoulder. Then I suppose I will as well. I assume that you are here to reclaim Kavlakasane's heart as well for your own leader. I do know where it is being held. I will share this information with you as I've shared with these friends here to prove my loyalty. I bet that gets their attention. <laughs> Tails all wagging. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> We've taken a lot of, of beatings tonight we've taken a lot of losses should we should we wait to go for the heart in the morning or are you up for it now <laughs> I know you didn't take any damage really in the last fight but uh, Chaubert and Diego are like on death's door <laughs> seriously we are yeah cause one pretty much one arrow would kill me so yeah <laughs> we definitely should heal up you guys show up at the door <laughs> you just 
covered in open wounds. Just bleeding profusely <laughs> on the floor. It's the impression we want to make. <laughs> <laughs> the Cabal and Rinley are looking fly. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, the only damage I took was from myself. Oh, that's right. I mm-hmm. forgot that. The only damage I took I gave to Dwarfing that killed him. <laughs> oh, Dwarfing. For what it's worth, Roderick can give 2d8 plus 8 healing to anyone who needs it, if that helps save your wands. Uh, totally. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I won't roll it, so you roll it, but 2d8 plus 8. How many, how many times? No, it's once per person. It's my healing hex. Who's, who's taking it? I think Diego. Diego or, okay. No, I. It's you can cast it once oh. per person per day. You get three a day? I can use it as many times as I want, but it has to be a different target each time. Oh, Ooh. per person per day. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Correct. Two sixes, and you said it's 2d8 plus 8? Awesome. So that gave me a 17. I'm good. Because I got a 7 and a 2. I'm back healed up as well. Does anybody need uh, Cure Light or Cure Moderate? Yeah, I'm 40 down still. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because I'm still pretty far down too. I think Diego and I both are. (laughs) Remember, you did find the Cure Serious potion as well. Uh, If we can hold on to it, because Cabal can do healing, right? Heal us. I sure can. Oh, yeah. All right. Let me pull out my... I have Cure Moderate for both of you. So let's see what we can get you back. If it's a good one, it can get me pretty close to where I can just heal up overnight. That's 22 for you, Joey. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. Okay. And then for, for me to be healed up overnight. For Diego. That is 16. Okay. That gets me to about halfway. I'm good. <laughs> I was really hurting. <laughs> you know, I'm going to hit you with this cure moderate. So one day it's two eight. There's uh, nine more. Gracias. Do you need more or are you going to be good morning? Uh, if you can hit me with one more, that would do it. One more. Cure moderate. Here we go. Uh, 14. Oh, yeah. Feeling good now. I'd definitely be totally healed by the morning. Cool. So I apologize for all the blood on the floor, but uh, I won't bleed anymore. <laughs> um, your accent has changed, Diego. <laughs> oh, no. I must have drank something. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. To a Russian kitty. <laughs> Would you cast on him? Uh, <laughs> Let's hope that goes away. <laughs> Cabal threw in a little extra something. No, it was, it was Richard's hex, man. It just makes you speak Russian all of a sudden. It makes you have a Russian vodka flavored healing hex. I accidentally got into some vodka. Dasvidadya. <laughs> vodka? Right. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, it's vodka. Vodka. 
potato vodka. vodka. Hey. But if y'all want to party, I got these two barrels of ale. Just carrying two barrels of ale in your backpack? They were in the bag of holding because uh, <laughs> they were on Dorothy. He's got like he's got like a beer <laughs> helmet, like just with the with the two back behind him, just to two huge things of ale. And suddenly, Diego's uh, accent is now English. Yay! Yes, let's toast and drink and celebrate our friend. Since you have scouted this place, what is what's the best angle of attack? What is, what should be our our play? We we obviously want to go the least amount of resistance and try to not be seen. Right. From here, if you go around to the north, near the gravedigger's shed, and around that way, toward the tower, you'll encounter the least resistance that way. From what I understand, there may be some undead around the, the grave diggers shed, but I can't confirm that completely. Well, that's where they would be. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. <laughs> right? Because he's not burying those folks. Darn him. Okay, so... <laughs> um, because you do not want to go the southern route from here, because that will take you right through the the town square with the army of undead continues to amass. And what of us, Father? Our role is to to ward off the remainders of the tribe. But but what does that mean? Are we we're not fighting them head on, are we? Are we distracting them? Are we trying to pull them in a different direction? I believe that the demon wolves will start making their attack on the Whispering Way as well. Well, we don't want to stop them doing that. No, but we do want to prevent them from getting to your friends. So sort of a containment maneuver, making sure that their attack is focused away from them. Precisely. They can take out a wave or two of the undead. And they can take out some of these Whispering Way cultists. Well, that's helpful. I now I now know what spells to prepare for the morning. Thank you. Yes. But our, our goal is to make sure that your friends make it to the armory. And then from there, they will have to face that army of the undead before going into the tower. And our goal will be to make sure that that encounter is not any more difficult than it needs to be for them. Precisely. So what are we going to do with this heart? I mean, we're going to get it from the shed. Who do we give it to? We're going to auction it off to the high spitter. Oh. <laughs> eBay! I mean, last episode we did talk about if... going to Vegas. <laughs> if you ask me, I would eat it. <laughs> no. I would recommend giving the heart to the prince's wolves. 
all. I can tell that your friend here has been bitten. What tribe would you like to see as the leader? I don't know if I don't know if any of them should be leader. This is so much responsibility to, to think about even what what happens if if we destroy the heart. If you destroy the heart, it could continue the civil war until all the wolves basically kill themselves. Roderick stops himself from saying, well, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. The only good wolf is a dead wolf. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Sorry. Sorry. You're not my real father. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> well, I can understand the temptation to just let the wolves fight it out. There is a lodge within the Shadowwood that many innocent bystanders could potentially be harmed. Are you talking about Askinor Lodge? Oh, yes, that is the one. Two stars. Two, uh, terrible. <laughs> Not staying there again. <laughs> it's more of an experience kind of Place. Oh, we've experienced it. There's nowhere else like it. There's no place <laughs> like Askenar. There's no place like Askenar. Did they did they try the cheesy murder mystery thing again? Oh they did, but it was for real. <laughs> oh, so they've upped up their production well, value. They yes. Added, they added a huge spider to it. A huge spider. That's new. It's always spiders. <laughs> I will wait until we get to the armory. Then I will become the dire lion. Are you sure we should do it there and not when we face the army of the undead? Hopefully we don't have to do it in the same day. But we are getting very close. I only have a limited time that I can spend in that form. So we must... Right. Do it correctly. Right, but we also don't have as much time as we thought with with Jobert. The day that he permanently changes is growing closer and closer. We must prevent it. But in case you have also forgotten about it, you do have the Eclipse Harrow card which can either give oh, yeah, you spell right. resistance during combat or cure somebody of lycanthropy. Ah, yeah, I think we'll need the spell resistance. It's like, what, a 20, plus 20 or something, isn't it? It's a spell resistance 20 if you use it during the day, or if you use it at night, it's spell resistance 25. Oh, that's right. And it's a group power. Yes. It's morphin' time. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> 
I mean, not to tell you what to do, but Larkanthropy is really, really, really hard to get rid of. I think we should get rid of it. Personally, I, I don't want to see Jobert turn. But it would be fun for me, because then I get to play your character when you turn. <laughs> I mean, we've already lost one party member. Why not two? Well, I guess we got a few days to decide. Yep. And uh, I guess the night is over. Everybody has woken up. And it is time to go to the armory. So we sleep through the night, keeping our watches, which is less necessary with these other werewolves around. Mm -hmm. But just staying safe. I mean, it makes sense. I think that each of us stayed up with, you know, we partnered up, one of us and a wolf. Just because it's kind of... What? Yeah, one of us and one of the principals, we just stayed up with them in our watch because we don't trust each other. We don't trust each other. Bow chicka wow wow. Thought you were talking about some forbidden love. Uh, no, I was talking about... Philip is far too innocent for that. Stop, stop poisoning his mind. Well, when Diego was at his watch, it was cats and dogs. You know how that went. Yes. <laughs> Y'all are on opposite sides of the room. <laughs> how to get Diego down out of the tree. Why, why is your tail all pooped? Why is your tail all pooped? <laughs> But I, I am sure that there was a, a wolf awake at all times because they would have wanted to keep an eye on Victor more than anything. But you all make it through the night uneventfully, other than, you know, the occasional dog chasing cat, then cat chasing dog. Did he waste one of his dire tiger things on them dogs? <laughs> no, not for a chase. No, I wouldn't do that. No, but he did get the zoomies at one point. <laughs> play Chasey? You want to play Chasey? <laughs> I might have clawed somebody. <laughs> so it's the next day. It is the next day. What do you do? Roderick is getting his... Uh, is newly improvised gear together, but he's not saying anything. He's just waiting to head out. Uh, Renly is uh, fighting a stomach ache. He's very nervous. Chaubert is trying to stay calm as well and s relaxing <clears throat> by the by the fire, trying to keep warm, just trying to think it. Of, of the mission at hand basically and he's also thinking about the the family that he experienced that very visceral haunt of you know where where he was where he was possessed and, and all that stuff Diego's going to go through meditation and poses to prepare himself Balls having flashbacks to the uh, to the premonition he had, where everyone was dead and he was the only one alive, and he was almost dead. So he's freaking out a little bit. 
But he's staying cool on the outside, though. Uh, well, are we ready? Well, I believe I am. As ready as we're going to get. Then let us be off. Yes, I'm ready. It's you. You lads go up to the north, near the grave digger's shed, and around to the armory. And we will fend off any advancing demon wolves who come your way. May the lucky year and be with you. Normally I'd say would Giselda be with you, but I don't think I'll be worshipping her much anymore. And this is where um, Richard asked him if he heard the good news about Torak. <laughs> well, do you like <laughs> smelting things? Do you like forges? <laughs> Boy, do I have a deity for you. <laughs> he got his black clip on tie and his white button down. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it was nice to meet you in the flesh after strange dream sequences of getting to know you the first time, but uh, uh, gods be with you. Um... We will be doing what we can on our side. Thank you, Roderick. It was very comforting to see you, especially in this time. I hope this isn't the last time. As do I. I trust we will see each other again, but I can tell you it was very heartwarming that to see you here to help me out of that situation. Do you, uh... You are my brother. We will fight together always. Yes, I feel like this fight is going to go on longer than just this. I hope not too much longer. I'm very tired. Yes, but I'm sure our paths will cross ways again. Well, gentlemen, are you ready? Let's do it. Let's go. Yes, let's go. All right. So they're making their way to the armory. Roderick and his father are making their way in a different direction. Roderick is, uh, you know, got his sword over his shoulder. Hold on. This is how I see it. Is we've said goodbye, but the armory and um, where you guys were going, <laughs> kind of in the same direction. So. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I'm parked over there too, so uh like... <laughs> thought you were parked on the other side. <laughs> so so Roderick has his uh sword slung over his shoulder and he's sort of talking to his father, not looking at him directly, but he says Well throughout my childhood, uh you told me what to do. You gave me a lot of instructions for my own good. I did. Now I think it is time that I have to lay out the plan. Father, I can't lose you again. You can't die on me again. What we're doing here is important. I want to help my friends, but 
and he like stops him to look him in the eye. This cannot be a suicide mission. If things get too hairy out there, forgive the expression. Um, <laughs> we we should flee. I have magics prepared that will aid us. If the situation becomes too dangerous, we will we will go. This is not a fight to the death. Their their success is not entirely dependent on us, and we will be no good to them if we die trying to defend them. I will follow your lead. Promise me that you will not throw your life away. If things become too dangerous, you will uh, you will take my lead, and we will get out of there. I cannot promise you that entirely. If it comes down to your life or mine, I will sacrifice my life so that you may live. I suppose I can't ask anything else of you than that. But I do ask, and he's glad the, other, the others aren't in earshot, I ask you, do not lay your life down for them. They are your friends, are they not? They are. But you're my father. That means more to me. Well, after Let's everything see. I've ever done for you... You can't hear this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Hmm. Perhaps you did learn those survival skills from me after all. We have both been through a lot, and I want nothing more than Mother to see you again. Well, I would like that very much. I do hope that we survive this encounter. I hope your friends survive this encounter. Yes, as do I. And... What do you say about taking up the old mantle of becoming a werewolf hunter? I believe... I believe I have exactly the skill set. Uh, we shall have to change you first. I don't want you to be the first on my target list. <laughs> Understood. And I believe they might need werewolf hunters to the south. Maybe somewhere in Endoran. I have a friend there. Hmm. I always wanted to to visit Almas. Yes, I believe that will be the first place we stop. Beautiful city, beautiful people. Well, then I cannot wait to meet your friend. Yes, I believe you will like her very much. Shall we go on? We shall. And cutscene. When you said, how would you like to be a werewolf? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, wait, what? I was like, fratricide. <laughs> werewolf hunter. So I didn't want to force you to be a werewolf, but. <laughs> but I'm going to force you to be a werewolf. 
All right. So Roderick and Victor head off with the other prince's wolves, uh, setting up a, a boundary to keep the rest of you guys safe from the other demon wolves. As you make your way north around the gravedigger's shed, luckily you don't see any active undead. You see bones and such lying about, but nothing that is animated. You make your way past the shed and around approaching the armory. And as you make your way around, you you get a glimpse down the hill into the town square. And there are hundreds of undead that have been raised. And you know that you will have to fight them to get to the tower. But you keep making your way to the armory. As you get there, you see a squat stone building standing adjacent to this ruined tower. Its windows have been shuttered, its doors hanging open. It's dimly lit by torches. The building's interior has been completely gutted. All that remains are several stacks of wooden crates and a large stone vase in the center of the room. As you all walk inside, looking around the armory, the door slams shut behind you as five whites appear. And we'll see you next week. 